Do you want to bring your friends to church, but aren't sure how to invite them? If so, then you need to check out Digital Missionary Academy. You see, most Christians know they need to share their faith and help their friends get saved, but have no idea how. But with just some basic training, you can instantly identify which of your friends are open and looking for God and how to put them on the fast track to becoming a disciple. In Digital Missionary Academy, you'll learn how to consistently bring your friends to church using the latest social media evangelism techniques, and you'll quickly become your friend's go-to person for any and all spiritual questions, even if you have little or no experience making disciples. So if you're ready to trade in Candy Crush for evangelism and become a disciple-making machine, click the link in the show notes or go to digitalmissionaryacademy.com to start your 30-day free trial. That's digitalmissionaryacademy.com. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. Should Christians be political? Now that's a fascinating question, especially if you live in a country where politics is everywhere. I know being in the United States the last four or five years, politics has kind of gotten ridiculous. <laughs> the uh, Donald Trump effect, no matter if you like him or you hate him, is unprecedented. And it's become so polarizing that even to bring up your political affiliation risks alienating friendships. And so the question that I often ask myself, and, and uh, I actually did like a full video in Digital Missionary Academy on, is, well, what should we do about that, right? How can we, as citizens of a country that have, you know, the privilege and the opportunity to be political, how should we weigh that privilege against the other responsibilities that we have? And I think there's this really interesting story in the life of Jesus that can give us some direction, that can give us some insight into how we should operate as Christians in the modern world. And the story I want to read for you is in Matthew chapter 22. And starting verse 15, it says, Then the Pharisees went and plotted how to entangle Jesus in his words. And they sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians saying, Teacher, we know that you are true and teach the way of God truthfully. And you do not, do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances. Tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. And Jesus said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said, Caesar's. Then he said to them, Therefore render to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. So here we see this battle between Jesus and these religious authorities. And the trap that they're laying for him should we pay taxes to Caesar, is much deeper than we often give it credit for. Because what they're really asking is, which side of the aisle do you support? Now, they weren't called Republicans and Democrats back then, but you could call them zealots and Roman sympathizers, of which the Herodians were certainly a part of. 
And so the Zealots were a group of Jews that believed that it was up to them to overthrow the Roman occupation by force. So essentially, we need to reignite the conquest of Canaan and kick the Romans out. So any support of anything even Roman-related is against God. It's not, it's not something that you can do if you are a person of Israel. And so when they ask him this question, they're not asking him, should we pay taxes? What they're really trying to do is see if Jesus is going to actively support this rebel group. And if he did, then they could would have grounds to be able to turn him over to the Roman authorities. But if he also said, no, 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 I support the Roman occupation, then he would be essentially going against a lot of Israel, right? Politically and saying, hey, you know, the Romans are here. We just got to deal with it. And he could have said that, but he didn't. Instead, he chose to be apolitical. He chose not to take a side and to instead to redirect the conversation towards God. All right. Now, what does that mean for us? So that means that even though we each have, you know, the ability to have an opinion, all of us have opinions, it would be wise for us to, in discerning, for us to be careful about when and where and how we share those opinions. Because the nature of politics is divisive. That if you're not for us and what we think, then you are the other. You are part of that other group. Now, I'm sure there are many politics where they're much more uh, you know, friendly and, and still treat each other like human beings, but often that is not the case. And so as a disciple, you have to count the cost and decide, is sharing my political opinion worth you know, probably alienating my brothers and sisters? And I would contend that the answer is no, that it's not, that we should instead focus on something else, something that is more important than convincing our brothers and sisters or just people in general to agree with our political persuasion. And that perfect thing is unity, unity above all else. Check out what Jesus prays towards the end of his life in John chapter 17. He says, I do not ask for these only, talking about the apostles, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you've given me, I have given to them, that they may be one, even as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and love them even as you loved me. You see, our unity stands out. When other groups of people choose to divide and Christians come together in spite of our differences, that sends a message to the world. That unity is a representation of the gospel. And it is super attractive because None of us really want to fight. None of us really want to be separated and divisive. It's not fun. (laughs) It's not a fun place to be. It's pretty miserable, actually. And so instead of taking advantage of the opportunity that we have on social media or just in our interactions to be political, we should instead focus on the greater good, the greater thing, the greater objective, which is how can we maintain perfect unity and oneness with God and with each other? So if you find yourself consistently being political, whether it's on social media or just in person, I would encourage you to rethink that. You know, if you 
really love your MAGA hat, your red Make America Great baseball cap, I would encourage you to not wear it in public. Not because you can't, but because you know it's divisive. And there's something more important than just sharing our political beliefs and our political leanings. If you think that capitalism is only for people that are super greedy and trying to take advantage of other people, and that anyone who has a moral fiber in their being should be should support socialism, I would encourage you to refrain from speaking that out in public. Not because we can't have those civil conversations, but more often than not, they do not lead to unity. They lead to division. So this is really about being wise. It's about making the best use of every opportunity we have to build up the body of Christ. And in this way, I think we should all follow Jesus's example when he was given an opportunity to take a side politically and chose not to. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes and be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you soon.